0: Hi, I'm Clark Dunn, your host of the Beyond Rockets podcast. Huntsville, Alabama is primarily known for being the rocket city because of its close association with the U.S. space mission. But Huntsville is so much more than that. Huntsville is home to many high-tech companies, entrepreneurs involved in interesting startups, talented creatives, and much, much more. My goal is to introduce you to some of these individuals that are taking Huntsville beyond the rocket. In this episode, I sit down and talk with Kathy Lighton, owner of Lydon Yoga Fitness, a local bar and yoga studio located in downtown Huntsville. This episode is sponsored by Offbeat Coffee Studio. Offbeat Coffee Studio is a local coffee shop located at Campos 805 in Huntsville, Alabama that specializes in offering unique craft coffee. I love Offbeat because of its inviting atmosphere. If you're new to coffee or coffee enthusiasts, there's something for you. The baristas allow you to ask questions or recommendations, and while you wait for your cup of coffee, you can check out their incredible selection of vinyl records. Go check out Offbeat Coffee Studio today. For the month of February, Beyond Rockets listeners get a dollar off their drink at Offbeat. Just mention Beyond Rockets at checkout.
1: My name is Kathy Lighton. Like you said, I am owner of Light On Yoga Fitness here in downtown Huntsville. Um, I run the Light On Yoga Fitness. It's a yoga studio as well as a fitness studio. So we do the aerial arts, which is aerial yoga, and um, some of the more circus acrobat things that you see in aerial. We try to accommodate all forms of yoga as best we can. Um, so we have a wide variety of yoga classes. Uh, we also do some more fitness-based classes. We do uh, bar fitness along with um, rebounding, which is a trampoline class. Mm-hmm. And we've tried to start incorporating a few dance classes in there as well. So our main goal is to make it like a community space you know, where people can gather.
0: Are you originally from Huntsville, or did work or family bring you here?
1: Originally, I'm from Hartzell, so not real far from here. But I have lived in Huntsville, I would say, on and off for the past 25 years. So I consider myself a Huntsville native.
0: How do you acquire the skills to do what you do today?
1: Life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been doing yoga since I was 16, and I'm 49 so I've been a student of yoga pretty much my whole life. Um, And yoga has been a real source of inspiration and has saved me a lot in my life. It's given me the tools to cope with some pretty hard times. And it inspired me to start teaching yoga at a really early age. So I started teaching in my mid-20s, I would say. And um, I found that Through the teaching, I was able to sort of give back to yoga and what yoga offered me. And that alone was um, inspiration to to spread the love of that, you know, and and in doing that, I feel like I'm giving back to my community.
0: Is your background in business or how did you kind of get into starting your own business?
1: My background has nothing to do with business. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm literally like um, feeling my way through the business side of things every single day. I don't know a lot about how business works, to be honest with you. I understand um, people, and I understand trying to do my very best to to treat my business the way I would want to be treated if I was a customer of mine. So that's very important to me, to make that connection, that human connection, and um, and then just try to make my ends meet as best as possible through that. And my husband helps so much with the business side of things. So I'm like the artistic creative side and I handle mm-hmm. the instructors and the the day-to-day business aspect with the customers, the interfacing. But when it comes to um, the app and the technical side of things and the banking and all that, I'm like, you can have it. You can have it all day long. So it's a true partnership. You know, I do the The yoga side and I create the classes and I draw in the talent from all over the world to come here and do workshops and I interview the instructors that we have teaching here and, you know, I try to keep the the social media side of things to reflect my flavor, Mm -hmm. you know, so that they're, they're really seeing what's coming from my heart. Um, and then he handles the things that I, that I have zero interest in. Like, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know if I know our bank account number, to be honest with you. <laughs> and that's okay. That's fine. Um, we make a good team. So that's kind of how we work it out.
0: So you said you've been teaching um, yoga on and off, really, since you... you since you kind of got into yoga at 16, um, is there any other jobs you had prior to starting this that kind of helped prepare you?
1: Well, many. Um, I didn't start professionally, like, teaching full-time until about five years ago. Now, I taught little classes, like, one a week at a gym or something, but made it my business about five years ago. And I say life is a teacher, so everything you do prepares you for your dream, I guess. So I've done everything from a cocktail waitress, which... It's great training. Everyone <laughs> should have to be a cocktail waitress at least sometime in their life. I've also done retail, which I believe everyone should have to do. And I think the training in that is that you learn to work with people, and you learn to listen, and, and you get frustrated, and you learn to sort through your own sort of ego and, and think, okay, well... You know, it doesn't matter if maybe that customer was in the wrong on that. you got to give them some grace and let it go and not let it get to you in the end. So, yeah, those two professions are extremely humbling, and they teach you a lot about people. So be nice to your servers.
0: When did the idea first come to actually start this uh, yoga studio? And I know that the location you're at now was not actually the original location. It wasn't.
1: Um, I had, you know, over the years, I had a couple of attempts at yoga studios. And I just wasn't at the place in life that I could dedicate to making that succeed. Then I still had children at home, um, teenagers, very demanding, um, either young young children or they were teenagers when I was trying to make it happen, and, and a new marriage. Those aren't places in life where you're really going to dedicate something to and spend, you know, at times fifteen hours a day, a day at. And then when we uh, relocated back to Huntsville, I said, you know, this is it. This is my time. My kids are grown. I don't have to dedicate time for anything other than what I want to do. And this was my dream. And um, My husband was extremely supportive. And I've put in those 12 to 15-hour days. And I've, I've ran the roads, you know, like a yoga instructor. And other yoga instructors listening are going to get this. If you are trying to make a living teaching yoga, first of all, you don't make a lot of money and you're very busy and you're exhausted. So you literally will teach a class in Madison and then an hour and a half, you will teach a class in Athens and you will teach a class in Huntsville. You will come back and teach a class in Madison and then you'll have a private and your day is consisted of eight hours of physical labor, you know, but you love it. So you keep doing it. And after you put the time in, you've built this following. You've built these people that know you really care what you do. And then you go, I'm going to open a studio. And then you already have this reputation for being this hardworking person and, and somebody that really cares, and they come. And when they come, they're so glad you're there, and it just makes all of that so worthy. And um, I think that ethic, that work ethic, has really did me well. You know, and there was times I thought, "There's, you know, what are you doing? Why are you killing yourself? And now I see Why? So when we originally opened in Huntsville, um, we were down at the downtown storage building where they had those little starter seed companies, you know. And I started with an 8 by 20 storage unit, which was tiny. And I think I could hold like five people literally in that space comfortably. And I think by the time two months was out, we had knocked down a wall. And then over not even a year and a half, we had expanded to almost 800 square feet in this little, little storage unit. And we couldn't hold any more. And we were like, we've got to find something else. And, um, you know, the universe, I believe, has a plan for everyone. And I, I went and approached downtown Huntsville Incorporated, who, if you had do business downtown, you got to give these guys a talk because they are the most supportive people for businesses downtown. And I went and talked to Chad, and he's like, get your butt up to the Stimes building and look at this space. And I walked into the very top floor, which is the 12th floor of the Times building, and you know, it hadn't been occupied in a while, it needed some fresh paint, it was filled with office furniture, and my husband's like, I don't know, and I'm like, no, this is it, we've got it, we've got this. And um, I think we looked at it on a Wednesday, or on a Tuesday, and we signed the lease on a Friday, that, that Friday. Oh Wow. Yeah. So I don't give things a lot of thought. I just kind (laughs) of go with it, but it's worked out. So we've been here just over a year um, and we've grown to where we're also now going to occupy the 11th floor as well.
0: Were you shocked of how quickly your business grew when you were at the first location and that it seemed like in the year and a half you were already outgrowing it? Did you expect it?
1: No, um, I was hopeful. I'm I'm very optimistic. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those eternal optimists. Right. So I'm like, just do it be positive every day don't go into the doubt just you know and there was days it was slow there was classes no one attended but I knew it was there and I really did the footwork too you know I I would go out and do the the paper flyers and you know stick them in the windows and um, really got to be good on social media which I really wasn't good before um, and really just learned how to reach out and how to market yoga which sometimes can be difficult in the Bible Belt because a lot of people feel like we're trying to influence their belief system. So I had a a little bit of convincing and like, no, that's not our purpose. We're just here to make you healthy and to make you more mentally sound and, and strong. And we can really enhance your spiritual practice no matter what your religion is. You know, that yoga is, it's, it's essential. Is essential for overall health care. And I think all of that and timing was huge. Timing was huge. And it just, it all lined up.
0: Do you think that your business plan for starting the yoga in Huntsville would have worked in other places? Or do you think that the community that Huntsville has really helped grow your yoga studio to what it is today?
1: Well, I like to think I could have done it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Huntsville was. Huntsville was perfect. The timing was perfect for this here right now. You know, when we moved here, we lived at the, um, right here, not, what's, uh, the Avenue. We were in the Avenue, and um, at that particular time, my husband had just lost his job, and it was it was our, our bread and butter. It was our main income, and I had just opened this little yoga studio, and it was, it was the fire lit under me. I'm like, well, this is where our future is. And I've got to, for the first time in my life, really think about providing for my household, you know, solely. Not that he wasn't helping, he was, you know, but we had just suffered a major loss, so I had to, like, step up to bat. And um, I dug my heels in deep, and I just really gave myself no other choice but to succeed. And Huntsville didn't really have anything downtown that was aggressively promoting yoga, you know, and I was aggressive with it. I was in people's faces saying, you know, you want to be healthy. You want to be grounded. You want to have all these things. You want to not have anxiety. You want to be fit. You need to do yoga. And it it's just, it's word spread. And, and it, it got to the right people. And, you know, I wasn't shy. I wasn't shy. I, I introduced myself. I, I went the old route and shook people's hands. And I kind of researched who I needed to know as well.
0: For those who aren't really uh, familiar with what yoga is, can you kind of explain it just a little bit and and kind of what the whole uh, motivation is for people doing yoga and the benefits?
1: Sure. So yoga, a lot of people like to say it's about 2,000 years old, but really it goes back thousands of years more than that. I mean, there are some records that say it can go back as far as 5,000 years ago. It's the oldest form of physical exercise that we know of out there. It is a literally like a trinity of body, breath, and spirit. And a lot of people think that your breath carries your spirit with you because when you're born, the first thing that when, you, when you're born is the, bre- the first breath you take. And then when you pass, it's the last breath you take, you know, so that's when you pass. So we kind of believe that if you can control your breath, you can control your life. And that's where they say, you know, when you're upset or you're anxious, they're like, take a deep breath. And that's going to calm you down. So I think the difference between yoga and other forms of exercise, because yoga can be extremely physical. It can give you all the toning you need. It can give you all the cardio you need. It can, it can give you all that, and that's all you have to do. But if you do the other things, if you do CrossFit or whatever you do, I say, go do that. Have fun. If you enjoy it, love it. But you need to integrate a mindful practice. And that's where yoga comes in. So if you want to call a workout yoga, it has to link breath to the movement. Otherwise, it's exercise. So I say the, the, the true benefit of yoga is the sense of being centered. And, and it's a way to not let our modern world or even, you know, the world 2,000 years ago, you know, um, affect the quality of your life. Yoga is meant to enhance you. It's meant to enhance your physical body, your spiritual body, and and it just kind of connects all those ingredients together to give you this overall well-being.
0: So it seemed like kind of jumping into this starting your career and and building this yoga studio uh, was something that, it was it was always something you had on your mind. Would you say you were an entrepreneurial mindset growing up and that you always thought you were going to own your own business or is this kind of like a like a shell-shocked moment.
1: It's been a, um, every day for me is a shell shock moment. (laughs) It really is. Um, no, I never, you know, I wasn't one of those people who grew up knowing exactly what they were going to do or where life was. I just kind of let life lead me where it, where it was. Now I am that person. However, now I have a plan and now I understand what my purpose is. So, I would say up until about five years ago, no, I was just writing life day by day, just trying to be a good person and, and, you know, make it work. But I think sometimes life just throws things at you and then it can literally happen in a day and you're like, okay, this is my plan and this is what I'm going to do. And, and that's what happened with me. And since then, I'm probably the most driven person I know as of now. So yeah, I, now I have a plan. Um, I know where it's going I know I can achieve it, and um, there's not a lot I do now that I don't think through, whereas before, you know, it was just, oh, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very um, f- a faith-led life, I would say. I didn't really, I just knew life would be good to me one way or the other, that I'd be okay, but now I understand that I have to, that I am creating my life. And it's up to me to decide where it wants to go and how far I want to take it.
0: Were you scared of the uncertainty of what this could be? Or was it always kind of like you fed off that uncertainty?
1: I love uncertainty. (laughs) I I do kind of like fear. I mean, to me, if you're not challenged, if you're not a little afraid of something, then it might not be worth it. You You have to have a little bit of, you have to have in that equation for motivation, at least for me for motivation I have to it makes me work harder. I have to know that there's a chance for me to fail. Otherwise I'm not going to work that hard. I really need that and when I and I kind of thrive on a little bit of uncertainty because that's fun. <laughs> it's fun.
0: How do you bounce back from your failures?
1: I've, I've had them, you know, I, I, um, actually had another studio before this one with a business partner and a beautiful studio, just the, um, the partnership side of it didn't work out and no hard feelings. Wonderful person, lovely place. It just didn't work out. And I needed to walk away. And when I did, I wasn't sure, um, if I would ever touch it again, you know, if I, if I ever wanted to walk that road again and, um, I'm resilient. You know, I know if it's something I'm really good at, at, at good at, and, and yoga is something I'm good at. I'm good at teaching. Um, I wasn't going to settle for doing something else, and I don't think the universe wanted me to do anything else either, because it pushed me that direction, and um, and here we are.
0: What interested you the most about being your own boss?
1: Being my own boss? <laughs> <laughs> um, that mainly that, you know, um, I'm not a micromanager. I am not, and I don't want to be, um, I can't live my life that way, you know? So the great thing about a yoga studio, at least for me, we have almost 20 instructors here. And what I say is, first of all, I check, check them out and I make sure, or I take their class. And I know that this is a solid instructor, And I say, this is your class. What do you want to name it? Give me your class description. And they'll probably never see me in another class unless I just want to take that class. Because the thing that makes a yoga class unique is the instructor. And if they're allowed to be themselves, then it's going to be far better than me laying out parameters for how I want them to teach the class. Because then everybody could just take my class. And who wants to take my class (laughs) 40 times a week, right? So, I believe in artistic expression, and uh, each person has their own. And I think that's been a little secret sauce to the success of this place because when you come, you have 40 classes to choose from a week, and you have 20 different instructors to choose from. So, the variety is there. Um, but at the same time, I don't, even though I know I'm in charge, I don't think of myself as a boss. Um, any one of those instructors could come to me and say, I need the week off I'm going on vacation I'm not feeling well and it's okay life happens and I've planned in advance to where either I can take that for you or we have 19 other people that we can pull from so um, you know being the boss though you don't get time off you I haven't had a vacation in four years um, but I love what I do. So that saying is, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, is incredibly true.
0: It seems like your outlook on being the boss is that you just want to provide a creative space for them to showcase their talents. When, How did you kind of find ways to, prior to starting this and you being just teaching in your own in your own ways, how did you strive to become creative in how you taught or how you approached uh, any aspects or any adversity?
1: You know, I I always say creativity will find a way. Um, You know, you always hear artists like painters and things, and and they never knew they were painters until they were exposed to colors and, you know, paints, and all of a sudden they painted this beautiful portrait like out of nowhere. And I think that's true for anybody who has a passion for what they do. Um, I didn't really know that I was a really good instructor it's it's just paying attention to the way people fed back to me after a class and there's there's an empowerment there that makes you think that you can connect to others in a way that that hits them on a level more than physical um, that really feeds this sense of wanting to improve your craft you know, so that makes you go out and do the, the studying and and do get more, more teaching hours or to take more of other people's classes and learn from them because you don't know it all. And, you know, you pick up things from people, you pick up verbiage and you pick up sequences and you kind of create it and make things your own. Um, so, you know, I never really thought of myself as artistic so much, but when you start doing something like that and you start creating, then other creative aspects open up and you start to understand art or creativity a little bit more. So now I can look at other art forms and think about the work that might have went into that differently. And and that's beautiful thing about art, I guess. It's very subjective and it's a broad range of fields.
0: Oftentimes of being your own boss, you have to make tough decisions, things happen, you have to figure out how to fight through that how do you approach these decisions to improve the best possible outcome
1: it's hard uh, any for me i, I never want to hurt anyone's feelings ever um but sometimes you it, i guess it's the approach that you use but there are times you know that classes aren't working out you know and um, nobody's coming and a lot of times you have to look okay is it the time of the day you know is it the class at that time of the day is it the instructor Are they the right fit? Is this studio the right fit for them? You know, so a lot of times I I, I tend to try to not go to the negative of it. I try to look at it from that broad perspective and say, let's move you to here and let's see if that makes a difference and, and give everything a chance, just kind of move things around. Um, I'm not one to just write people off very quickly if I can, if I, if I, if I don't have to, um, but, yeah, yeah, sometimes tough tough decisions have to be made, you know. And with growth especially, you know, um, we tend to put everything into the business because right now that's where our future is. So we're willing to sacrifice things on our side personally, vacations. Um, you know, we drive one car. Uh, my husband rides his bicycle all around town. Um, but for us, that's cool. We're a little hippie that way. <laughs> you know, we drive a Subaru and... Um, he loves his bike, and we really don't have a need for two cars. But for us right now, those are sacrifices that we can make until um, we have this exactly like we want it, and and then we can sit back and hire a manager and, and vacation in Costa Rica.
0: <laughs> how much of your success thus far would you contribute to your hard work, and how much would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time?
1: Oh, um, Definitely my hard work has got us here, for sure, without a doubt, had I not pounded the pavement and ran the roads and, you know, um, many salt baths from being so sore and sometimes crying myself to sleep because I hurt, things like that. Um, But I can say, right now in downtown Huntsville, or just in Huntsville, we are in a sweet spot. You know, and the growth is off the charts, and I just happen to get here at exactly the right time, and I believe that was divine timing. I believe I got here exactly when I was intended to.
0: What advice would you give someone who is looking at starting their own business but doesn't know where to start or how, or scared of failure?
1: Don't be scared of failure. I think if you want it bad enough. You can do it, but you have to be realistic at what you're looking at. It's it's probably not going to be easy. Um, do your research, you know. Figure out a location. To me, is everything. I guess it's, it depends on the business that you're looking at starting. Uh, but for me, I knew it wasn't so important that I have a glamorous space when I first started, but location was really important. So I did my research, and there was really nothing like what I wanted to do downtown. And I knew the projected growth for Huntsville. So I thought, just get in the door. Just get in the door. Work hard. Build a good reputation. Let people know your name. You know, get out there, and that worked for me. But um, don't be afraid of failure. You may fail, but it's the people that succeed are the ones that get up and do it again, and and that's so true. You know, if you look at most people in business who are successful, they failed once or twice. You know, you're not. Chances are, the first go is not going to be the the one, you know, so be prepared to fail. It's okay.
0: How can people connect with you and support you in what you're doing?
1: Uh, We are, you know, we have, of course we have a website. We're getting it revamped pretty soon, but it's uh, www.lightonyogafitness.com. It links you to our app, which does all of our scheduling, which is Vagaro is V-A-G-A-R-O. Once you get that downloaded onto your phone and installed, you just search Light on Yoga Fitness. The schedule, the class descriptions, instructors, everything is right there. It's real simple. Register for classes from there. Um, You know, I've done some pretty innovative things here. Like we do a Go Yoga Week here in Huntsville, we sponsor that once a year. Um, And that's a week of free yoga all across Huntsville and Madison. We kind of spread it out. Um, we're thinking about this year revamping it some and making it more a festival and doing it over like three days but you know that's been something that that I and my husband really put a lot of work into but that's one of those things that built our name and our reputation right so it's things like that be creative you know do something different you know try something and if it fails what so what people forget stuff really quickly (laughs) (laughs) and then just try something else and um and go from there but we are at uh, 228 Holmes Avenue I think it's northeast and we um, now are on the 11th and the 12th floor of the times building
0: thank you so much for sitting down and talk with me I really enjoyed learning more about light on yoga and I look forward to continuing seeing the growth it will have in Huntsville in the years to come
1: thank you so much I'm on thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date on the new episodes and the events that are going on in Huntsville. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed